Welcome to the Architect of Change Show with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman & Associates. Now here's Connie. Hi, you're listening to webtalkradio.net with me, your host, Connie Whitman, and you're listening to Architect of Change. So thanks so much for joining me this week. My motivational quote today is by unknown, because I don't know who, wrote, who said it, but I thought it was kind of cool. And it says, you don't have to go fast, you just have to go. Who has moved after living in a house for many years? Is it time maybe for you to downsize or move due to a job relocation or retirement or you're downsizing because kids have come, come home and left to get their own jobs and start their own lives? Where do you begin? This is one of the most stressful and overwhelming life changes that takes place during our lifetime. So how the heck do you prepare your home for the best return on that investment? When it comes to staging, to actually staging the home, we've all seen the miracle transformations on shows like Love It or List It and other HGTV shows. What are some quick ideas for staging that really do make sense for the homeowner? Also, do, you, um, do, do most of the realtors have good ideas of maybe what should actually be done to the home so that you capture the maximum listing price? And is that something that homeowners should talk about with their realtors? Is there a secret formula to achieve the best results? Well, get ready as we drill down. And I'm not talking about drilling into your walls, but it's some key ideas to help you narrow your efforts to really maximize the return on your house before you even put that for sale sign out. Today my guest is Holly Volpe, and we're going to discuss downsizing and what you should do to prepare your home for the best return on your investment. Holly is an interior designer, space planner, and home stager whose passion is designing spaces that speak to the heart of the client through conversations and personal meetings. She's really mastered the art of understanding what is the best design fit for her clients. And by the way, it's not one size fits all. In fact, there's no particular size fits most, and she loves that the most in her job. Now, she is a member of the American Society of Interior Designers, certified project, certified project manager, certified color consultant, and certified staging professional, so she knows her stuff. Get ready as Holly prepares us for this major life-changing event and makes it a fun and actually rewarding process. So, Holly, thank you so much for being on today. Thank you so much, Connie, for having me. I am thrilled, thrilled to talk about this subject. I know. It's right. You just love it. <laughs> I do. I, it's my passion. Now, it's funny because – go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say it's one of those things with, with being an interior designer – I saw staging as really a no-brainer um, in, you know, how things should look and feel when you're selling them. It, whether you're staying or moving doesn't matter. It's still you want to create and evoke a certain kind of feeling. So sure. um, that's why I added that bag, you know, that, that trick rather to my bag of, uh, of goodies to be able to help people um, with making those decisions. Yeah, those transferable skills, right? It's not just... I, I'm a designer and that's it because here's the thing, so many people, and, and I was saying this before we started the show, 
you know, my age group, I had dinner with uh, some women last night, and we were talking about who's looking to downsize, where we're looking to move. Our kids are now, you know, graduated. My kids not, but theirs, they have kids that have graduated from college, have jobs. So, you know, they're starting their lives. So we don't need these houses anymore where we're paying exorbitant taxes, especially if you live in Jersey, guys. The taxes are insane. So it's an overwhelming experience. So I'm so excited that we're talking about this because I really think, I think people need help with this. Oh, absolutely. You know, when you think about, especially, you know, people who are at a different phase in their life, you mm -hmm. know, they've been in their homes a lot longer than others, and, you know, it becomes a very overwhelming experience. You know, this is the, your single largest investment that now you're looking to do something with. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's one of the most, you know, important financial decisions that anyone ever makes. So not only do you have that piece of it, you also have the emotions that are attached to it. You know, you're used to living one way, and now you're going to live another way, and essentially it's usually taking away, right? When we downsize, we go from something larger to something smaller. So it does become overwhelming because people get lost and caught up in, okay, where do I start? What, what yeah. makes the most sense? How small am I going? What am I taking with me? And it really, really does become almost like a funnel. And a lot of people get stuck, and they just kind of let it pass them by. Well, I'll, I'll do it next year. Or, you know, I'm not ready yet. Well, you're never going to be ready because it is that overwhelming. So with now, staging... Who, who, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, who in of your clients, is there um, more often than not a certain person that seems to be downsizing or are you seeing because of life stage or are you seeing a lot more relocations like what are you seeing from that downsizing shift you know what i actually see a lot of everything it used to be you know when we thought of downsizing it was somebody who you know the kids have like you said they've you know they've come home from college and now they're moving on with their lives so people don't need as large of homes you know, to, to keep the upkeep and all that stuff, and they want to be able to just pick up and go and have less maintenance and all those things. But I also do see there are other people, too, who, you know what, maybe they want to have a second home. So they want mm. to get rid of the real large house that they have and, and split it in two. I mean, I'm seeing that, too, where, you know, I don't need as much if I'm not only going to be there part of the time and I want to be able to vacation, let's say, down the shore in the summer. I don't mean snowbirds, you know, but just somebody who, you know, wants to be able to have you know, the best of both, I see it that way. I see it with people who, you know what, maybe they thought they wanted the big house with the big property and the pool and all the, you know, upkeep, and now they don't. Could be financial reasons. You know what, maybe they overspent or things have, you know, their, their employment has taken a turn. So it really is a mixed bag. It's not a one-size-fits-all, but the end result is the same. It's going smaller. So the process is so overwhelming. Why, why, what are the typical, I mean, we've named a couple, but for you, re recurring reasons that people are overwhelmed, what, what do you see as some, because I just want people who are listening to say, oh, I fall into that. It's not just about um, college kids coming home, getting jobs and moving out, right? That's not what we're talking about. You just gave several really good examples of why people uh, downsize or move for whatever reason. Wh what do you find is the most overwhelming in this process for them? I think it's where to start. And, and when I say where to start, 
you know, we can we can call a realtor tomorrow and say, okay, I want to put my house on the market, which, which most do. <laughs> most do. I wish they didn't, but most do do it that way. <laughs> um, with, so with, with, for with the that horse. Mind, yes, yes. Yes. And, you know, the biggest misconception with staging is it's not cleaning your house. We hope that your house is clean and we hope that it's clutter-free. You should, that, that really should be something that you automatically would do when you're putting a house on the market. Staging is the process of merchandise, you know, merchandising a property's best features. So mm-hmm. it, it's using selling techniques and targeting specific buyers. So the overwhelming piece, I think, for people is, okay, I called a realtor. Now I'm ready to get going. Oh, my God, is my house even ready to be shown? I'm in back. I've had people say to me, you know what, I'm embarrassed. I feel like, you know, I, I really need to get rid of some things. I'm not happy with it. Maybe there's too much furniture. And, and what happens is that puts out negative energy. It's negative energy there. And you know what the idea is? We want to be excited about selling and moving on and making a change in life. So a stager, what we essentially do is we come in and we alleviate all of the confusion and get people set up on the right path. Now, what does that mean? Um, there, there is a process um, that we do, at least I follow, um, for staging, and it's a three-step process that helps people prepare their house for sale. And they can do one, two, or all three of the, pro- of the steps within that process. That's completely up to them. But the initial step is a staging consultation is when somebody comes in who is unbiased to your home mm. and will literally walk through your house and go room by room and check everything from light bulbs to socket covers to drawers that work, cabinetry that's operable, etc. The little tiny things that most of us don't pay attention to and in-depth analyzation of the way the room is flowing. You know, is there too much furniture? Is it cluttered? Is the color off? Because, you know, the emotions create a lot. And, you know, I can have something in my house that you love, so when you come through my home and you see it, you are so distracted by that collection I have in the corner because you love it that you didn't even notice that I've got beautiful crown molding and I have brand new hardwood floors and you've already moved on to the next room. It can also have a negative impact. I could have something in my home that you don't like, you know, that, that just, it brings back a bad memory or, or, you know, it just stirs up some kind of an emotion. So you blow right through that room because something in there might have set you off. So a stager, we look for things like that and we help make it an unbiased environment for anybody walking through so that they can see the best features possible. It's, it's funny, I recently read an article and it cracked me up because I thought I never would have thought of that. They say take your personal pictures down because if I see your pictures and your family, I can't picture myself there. So I thought, really, that's so interesting. And the other thing they say it said take down sports paraphernalia so that like my my house right we have devil stuff down in the base we have a finished basement so we have new jersey devils we have hockey stuff well if someone loves the rangers they're going to walk in and go stupid devils and they're going to have a whole different vibe of the house than what you anticipated never would have thought of that either so it's silly things that you live with every day that we don't even see anymore i think absolutely you know what absolutely and that's exactly it 
Those are the things that a professional stager comes in and helps you do. And, you know, furniture placement is huge. It's huge. Most people have too big or too much. That's just the nature of the beast. (laughs) And that's why, you know... Um, you know, at, with being a designer, we space plan everything. Everything has to have a space plan. We don't do a, We don't do any kind of a job in design or in staging without doing a space plan first, because I need to make sure that that you know the appropriate amount of walking space is in between pieces of furniture. That you're not blocked off. You know, your energy isn't blocked by walking into the back of a sofa. You know, from a main room. So all those little things may matter. And the average bear, like, we, we don't know these things because we've never, I've never had a design class. No, so step number one is to ha- have an unbiased consult with really somebody who's going to literally rip your, I mean, nicely, but they're going to rip the house apart down to the minutest detail of things that the homeowner just doesn't even see anymore. Absolutely. You know what? And it takes, it takes the onus off of the realtor. The realtor, sure, sure. and I've had... Yeah, and I've had realtors say to me, listen, you know, i got a pretty good eye. You know, I, I kind of, you know, I've been doing this a long time. Yes, maybe you do, but here's the thing. They, you need to go focus on selling the house. Mm-hmm. Let somebody else focus on working with your client mm-hmm. to get the house ready for sale, period. Because the realtor's goal is to get the house sold as quick as they can. Sure. Not to sit down and tell them, you know what, maybe you should take that chair out of this room and move it into the other room. So, yeah, so step one is a staging consultation, which in my, in my, you know, with our business, we do. It's a comprehensive, like, 50-page booklet that wow. I walk through somebody's house. Yeah, and I go room by room, and then I take it and I summarize it, and I put it in bullet points, and I come back and I present it to a customer. Step two is now they've got all those things that they need to do. They need to, A, either do them themselves and go one by one and just check them off as they go along, or two, they can have me come back in and help them, you know, implement all those changes. Right. Step three, and and the reason why sometimes people do need someone to come in, so let's just say I said, you know what, you really need to downsize, get rid of some of the furniture that's in the living room. I think maybe you need to minimize it. And, and maybe add a few pieces. Oh, well, wow, what does that mean to me? They're not sure, you know. So that's where, you know, me coming in and doing step two with them sometimes helps. And some people mm-hmm. are very, you know, um, innovative themselves and go, okay, I get it. I, I know mm-hmm. exactly what to do. Sure. Step, sure. Yeah, step three is we call that showcasing. Step three is, okay, all the items you did in step two are done, and now we're going to add the bells and the whistles to the rooms, to the home. So let's say they did all the homework pieces and it was rearranging some, you know, some furniture pieces, downsizing, taking some away. Showcasing is, okay, maybe your sofa, maybe I want to come in, I'm going to add a few new pillows, I'm going to add a new throw, maybe I'm going to swap out your coffee table because it really looks like it's been through the mill and maybe a fresh new table sitting in there might make it more presentable. So we come through and we pull the entire house together so that it, it, it is photograph ready, realtor open house ready. So that's what showcasing is. Um, some cool. people do one, two, or three steps, you know. Um, yeah. I can tell you this, the bottom line is, if you're not staging your property, I can guarantee you the competition is. And, and that's what helps you stay ahead of the crowd. You know, um, it's, it, we, we can all say, oh, you know what, I want to make the investment, I want to make the investment. The bottom line is at the end of the day, 
buyers are shopping just like the person who's selling, right? Sure. I always say this to people. When you're getting ready to move, you've got a list of criteria of exactly what you want on your punch list, and you're not going to sell for anything less. Well, the same is for the people that are coming through your house. So if you've got some repairs, you've got some things that need to be done, you have to fix them and get them ready because they're going to walk away from your house just like you would from somebody else's. Yeah, it's um, it's really a process, I tell you. And like I said, I'm not a designer, so I don't even, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So having yeah. these experts come in and make those recommendations, and yeah, if you're handy and you can do them yourself, awesome. But just that consultation could be extremely helpful for things that you didn't even think about. We need to take a quick break, Holly, and then when we come back, I really want to talk about um, if people say, oh, yeah, I don't, want to, I don't want to do the staging. I don't want to hire someone. I'm really, really handy myself. What are some of the things that you, you say to people? Here are the bare bones, like tips that you need to do. So we'll talk about that because I think that could be um, very useful too. And might say, people might think, wait a minute, I really do need someone <laughs> to come and stage. I really can handle all of it or just hire the stager for pieces of it. So let's talk about that when we come back. It's a shame when you're feeling stuck in your business and you feel like you have nowhere to turn. It's a shame when you slog through long days in your business and you don't get any return. It's a shame when you feel like you can't see the forest for the trees and your business brings you to your knees. Einstein said repeating the same actions over and over won't produce different results. So stop feeling ashamed. Your business and you deserve better. Change that shame into righteous fame. Connie Whitman can tame that shame. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates will help you to discover your new path and nothing will ever be the same. Connie's tried and true one-on-one coaching sessions will tame that shame so you and your business will not continue in vain. Call Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates today at 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Call Connie. Turn that shame into your game. Okay, we are back, and we are speaking with Holly Volpe, and we're talking about when you have to downsize or when you have to just move. What is it? What do you need to do to prepare your house so you really get the best return on that investment? And like Holly said, it really is the, probably the biggest investment we make in our lives, other than our health. I hope. So, um, you know, what do we need to do to maximize that return? So. Great three steps, the, co- the consult, the, um, the second one was showcasing, and then the third one was kind of pulling it all together with the little details, uh, accent pillows and stuff like that. So if the investment of staging isn't for people who are listening, can you give some tips for the do-it-yourselfers of what they should maybe do? Oh, absolutely. You know what? I... I have what I call, it's a, it's a mini money makeover, um, and I think that these tips, I have 10, ten I think, very, very um, good tips that I put together that can really help somebody, um, you know, kind of go have, a, have at it at the, on their own. Cool. So the first thing is, which is the le- most least expensive tip that there is, and that's paint. You know, paint is probably one of the most cost-effective ways to transform any space. And, you know, 
everyone has kind of geared, got, gone towards all the neutrals of the tans. You'll see that the beiges and, and you know, because it, it's really appealing to anybody's eye, which is true. However, um, nowadays we're seeing more of like the stone colors, the light grays, which is also a nice neutral palette. That's everybody's taste. Um, so transforming your space by paint, I say take a weekend, <laughs> tape out the room, go find yourself a nice neutral color and paint. You certainly don't want any colors that are really loud and obtrusive because it's not everybody's taste. And I always tell people, it might not be the color paint that you would pick for yourself, but it's not about you. It's about everybody else right now. So keep that in mind. Do you um, use the same color in every room? Uh, you know what? No, you don't have to. Most people do who are doing it on their own because it's just easier. Sure. You know, um, a, a, a stager would probably mix it up, but stay within the same variations. Mm-hmm. Of the same, of, you know, of a color, and you mm-hmm. can't go wrong with it. Okay. Um, the second tip I would say is, for sure, is the landscape. You know, outside, the front of the house, um, the, uh, the last survey that I read, 72% of buyers' first impressions happen outside the house. Wow. People are driving by. They're not even, before they even come into your house, they're taking a drive by. Listen, we all do it, right? Sure. You want You want to know about something, you take a little drive by. So... Um, you know, and you can do basic lawn tidying up. Um, it doesn't have to be anything over the top. Curb appeal is very, very inviting. So the front of your house, it's very important that it looks nice. You know, a little bit of yard work can go a long way. You know, swap out the flowers in your flower pots. Get some new flower pots. Make sure your lawn is cut. You know, you don't have to have a, a ton of mulch in all your beds, but make sure they're all weeded. You know, so just very, very simple little tidying up in the front goes a long way. Um, my tip How about, is, wait, yeah. before you go there on the outside, you know what I notice so much, and it drives me crazy, and my husband laughs at me every time we go by, the mold on the houses, you know, the, it's the green moss maybe that grows yes. if you have trees on the vinyl siding because it's vinyl, it's not breathing, and oh my God, I go, I go, oh, can't they get a hose out and clean the mold? And Rob, my husband just laughs at me. And I say, but yeah. it makes their house look so shabby and it costs nothing. So when you say the outside is getting rid of the green stuff and all of like, if, if there's dirt on your house, just take a hose and clean it off, right? Oh my goodness, a hose or, uh, listen, power wash. Power washing yes. isn't over the top expensive. No. And it does wonders. Oh my goodness, it totally transforms your space. Yep. So power wash, absolutely. And you know what? That lends to the eye. Some people like that overgrown look and like that rustic look, but I would probably say the majority don't want to see it because they don't want to know what's growing inside. <laughs> so let's get it off just in case they have any thoughts of that. Um, but tip number three is, mm-hmm. is a really, really neat little trick, and I, I call it the um, fixture spruce up. And it's replacing like cabinet knobs, pulls in the kitchen or bathrooms. That makes a, sm- a small little change like that gives you a completely modernized new look um, and updates cabinets instantly just by wow. swapping out hardware. You know, right now, everyone, I'm sure most people are seeing chrome is in. You know, you're, you're seeing more of the silvers and nickels. Um, that, that really does give an updated look. Or if it's just, if it's more of a, a traditional cabinet, 
there's a lot of different unique little handles and knobs out there that you can swap out the old-fashioned looking brass ones from way back when mm-hmm. that really, you know, make your cabinets look outdated. So that's a quick fix. Tip number three, you can do that in the kitchen, the bathroom, or any kind of cabinetry, even on a wall unit, you can swap out the knobs. Um, tip number four, um, outdated walls. You know what? If you've got enough pictures on your wall that if you take them all down, it's going to look like Swiss cheese, take them all down, spackle, and paint. Um, you know, a, a, a picture here and there is fine, but, you know, some people, you know, when we're, listen, when we're living in a space, we want it cozy and comfy, so we'll put a lot more than what we would if we weren't. So I always say remove anything that, that's over, over the top, replace, patch, you know, replace um, any holes or, you know, fix those things that need to be patched up. If it's got outdated wallpaper, for sure take it off, um, take it down, and smooth out the walls. Uh, less is more always. Um, so that is a quick fix and just really cleans up a room quickly. <laughs> and believe it or not, wallpaper is back in. So, But the outdated stuff can go. Um, sure. Yeah. It, it's the green can. ivy. Remember the green yeah. ivy from the 80s? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, and, and there's some really cool ones out there now. But um, uh, lighting fixtures. Um, my tip number five is lighting fixtures. You know what? Change the outdated and undersized. Everyone has undersized lighting. I don't care where you go. I always see fixtures that are too small. You know, regardless of the price, the builder grade basics just don't do you know what? You can go into Lowe's and Home Depot, and you can get a very, very reasonably priced fixture, and you know, swap out. You can just swap out, you know, the shade um, if it's not just lamps. You know, you, there are a lot of little things you can do. You want to make sure rooms are well lit. You know, there's, there's in, in lighting, there's accent, ambient, and task lighting. You know, your accent is, you know, anything that um, it, it could be on a table, you know, a table lamp or something. Um, it could be, you know, underneath cabinetry lighting. Um, you know, you want to make sure that you've got those pieces in place. Um, you know, flush mount fixtures are always really nice. You know, uh, you know, instead of something hanging and dangly that might not be somebody's taste, you can swap those out. So I always say update the lighting fixtures. If they're brass, you know, and from the 80s right now, mm. you might want to pull in, pull in the chrome again. Um, and I, I mentioned before about, you know, the outside of the house being tied up. My tip number six is cleaning the property top to bottom. And, you know, I mentioned before that staging isn't just cleaning, but you do want your house to be clean. You want it to smell fresh. You want it to be organized. Um, you know, we talk about this all the time with pets. I mean, I've got two dogs. I've got two little pugs of my own. Dogs carry an odor. You know what? If you're putting that house on the market, the dogs have to go to the groomer at least once a month. At the, you know, you, you kind of want to have them in the process of keeping them up to date and, you know, and tidied up too because your house, you definitely want it to, you know, you take this opportunity basically to clean out all your closets, the garage. You tidy up. You get rid of things you don't need. Maybe you want to steam the rugs if you've got rugs, scrub the bathrooms. Do a little bit more than you would, you know, in, in a normal cleaning, um, you know, uh, weekly maintenance of something. I say you downsize in your cabinets too. You don't need a thousand dishes in there. You just need in there what you need to, you know, to eat every night and get rid of and minimize the space. So when we say tidying up the inside, that's really what we mean, not necessarily the, you know, the vacuuming like you should do every week anyway. Um, it's a little bit more than that. 
And part of, um, Polly, part of, because I, I don't have animals, um, I just don't, we, ne we never did. And part of the property tidying for me, if I came and you did have an animal, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I would need to know if you have cats, for example, just because I'm very allergic to cats. So I would need to, and it's fine, it wouldn't skeeve me or anything like that, but I, first thing I would need to do is clean out the ductwork because I would have yeah. a major reaction uh, moving in. So that would be the first thing, right? But it, also, if I'm walking and I see, like, dog poop, and that would, that would I have to be honest, that would gross me out. So Absolutely. I yeah, think that yeah, would absolutely. be part. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Listen, and I tell people all the time, we understand that pets are part of the process. And, yeah. And, you know, families, we, we add them in as, and keep, you know, include them as family members. Um, one, of the, one of the, you know, just to kind of diverge for a second, but I always tell people, you know, when you're doing your showings of your house or you're getting that phone call that, you know, oh, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith are around the corner, they'd like to see the house. Um, one of the things you want to make sure always is that, it doesn't look like the dog lives in every single room or the cat right. lives in every room. You know, right. some people have a little doggy bed in every single room in the house because they treat their pets like a part of the family, which yeah. is okay. Yeah. Yeah, Not sure. when you're selling the house, though. People want to know that maybe they're only in the kitchen or maybe they're kept over here. Not that they're all over the house. Um, you know, as far as cleaning out the hair and that, those things, um, we, you know, as part of our staging service, we give oodles of, of, you know, tips and techniques in addition to these little mini um, makeovers to help people, and those are some of the things that we cover in there because they're, they're key. They're very yeah. key. Yeah. Um, and, again, it's about, you know, going the same thing with, you know, just being organized. Um, and, you know, it's not just throw the house up for sale and hope it sells. There's a little right. bit of work that's got to go with sure. it. Sure, sure. It's um, got to be a process, yeah. Yes. Um, my tip seven is complete any unfinished projects. This one is a favorite of mine. You know, when somebody <laughs> starts to work on something and decides, you know what, I don't feel like doing that right now. I'm just going to let it go. We're moving anyway. No, 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 no. You have to complete anything that's unfinished. It's time, if it's time to replace those light switch covers because a chip is, you know, it's one busted or you don't have a cover on the wall, <laughs> um, Replace the missing or broken ones. Repair any, you know, some people will have missing door trim, you know, because it, it, it chips off on the bottom, damaged drywall. Any of those things, you really need to make sure that you fix them. Um, that makes sense. One of the things, yeah, and one of the things, you know, when you're a certified stager, we sign a code of conduct, and the code of conduct is, I will never, ever recommend to any of my customers to cover up a boo-boo. Just not doing it. If you've got something that needs to be fixed and repaired and, and makes sense, I'm going to tell you you need to fix and repair it because I wouldn't want to move into somebody's house and have sure. things that are broken or missing. Yeah, And, and yeah. so I always say finish the un, you know, complete the unfinished projects and do them the right way um, so that it makes sense. Um, my tip number eight is updating the bathrooms. Now, Right away, everyone goes, oh, I'm not updating the bathroom, you know, but, 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 you know, we all know that bathrooms and kitchens, people do want those spruced up and updated when they, you know, come looking for a house. Totally. So, yeah, so some small things are, you know what, you can re refinish the cabinets, you know, if, if, you know, you certainly, if you have the budget, you replace them, but if you, if you don't, you can refinish them, update the paint. It always looks nice. White cabinets are big when you're selling. I think they appeal to everybody's taste. Um, it gives a nice, fresh look and an airy feel. 
you know, if you have lar- those big, large, plain mirrors that everybody gets when they first move into a house, and maybe the medicine cabinets, the old, you know, fashioned in the wall, you know, you might want to take those out and maybe put, you know, update it again. Put, put in like two little mirrors instead of one big mirror with a lighting fixture above it. That's, you know, that spruces up. Faucets are huge. You know, you can go to Home Depot or Lowe's and you can swap out your faucet for an updated look. You can get a faucet for $60, you know. So those are some things. And, of course, the, you know, the paint, if you've got an old shower curtain, throw it out. You can go to Walmart and get yourself a really, really nice-looking shower curtain that, you know, is brand, you know, brand new and fresh-looking. And, of course, the towels. Always have nice towels in the bathroom. And, again, they don't have to be the towels you use every day, but replace the ones that you're going to see with some nice, fresh ones. Um, nine, going from the bathroom, I say the kitchen. Similar to the bathroom. Same thing. Fresh coat of paint. Get rid of your dated fixtures. Um, we can refinish the cabinets, the knobs. Um, sometimes, too, just swapping out the backsplash. Mm. You know, um, it, it, it makes a world of a difference. Or if you don't have backsplash, adding the backsplash. I've had people tell me, in, even in redesigning their house, oh, my God, my kitchen looks completely different. So it's, it's not an over-the-top expensive thing to do, but it's something that you can do. Um, again, the lighting, you know, lighting options, you know what, maybe they need to be updated, swapped out, make sure the bulbs are all working, and, and by all means, declutter the countertops. The countertops have to be decluttered. The less you have out, the better off you'll be. Yeah, because you're looking for that workspace, right? When you're cooking, you want the workspace. Yeah, that makes sense. We're almost out of time. What's the last number 10? My last number 10 is revamp the family room. The family room is the most important room in your house, in my opinion. And it's the place you go to relax, unwind, watch your favorite TV show. It's where everybody gathers. So that's why you need it to be special. You want a comfortable, eye-catching, new table lamps, replace lampshades, you know what, you can buy a new area rug to go under the sofa, add some new pillows. Uh, maybe you want to add a big decorative mirrors, by the way, add a lot of light to a room and make rooms look bigger. So if you want to swap out a piece of artwork that you might have in there that somebody might not like or love and get distracted by it, put a big mirror up. It will only add space to the room anyway. Gosh, that was awesome. So, and I'll tell you, most of those 10 tips, I think, are easy enough to do. And if people are do-it-yourselfers, uh, I think that's you, you covered everything. My, my last question, and then we really are out of time. Of, if, if people say, you know what, I really think I can handle that. Example, I know my husband is handy. If you have the time, that would be the issue for us. But if you have the time and the know-how or ability to do it, at the end, after they do all that stuff, do you think it's still wise for them to call someone like you to say, all right, we did the major revamps, updates, you know, finished projects, cleanup, deep clutter, all of that. Um, can you come in and kind of pull it together for us? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Because you know what? Here's the thing with that. You do all those repairs and cleanups and you, you know, downsize furniture and move things around and do a little spruce up here and there. 
you know what? You might still need just a little bit of pull together that yeah. gives it that wow factor. Yeah. So I have to be honest. I think I, that for me, Holly, I wouldn't know how to make it. people walk in and go, oh, wow, this is beautiful. Like those little touches really do make yeah. the difference. And I don't, I don't know that uh, my husband and I would be able to pull that off personally. So that's why I just yeah. wanted to know if, if stagers are willing to do just even that last little piece. Oh, absolutely. Yep, absolutely. All right. We're, we are out of time. I know. There's so much more to talk about. Uh, so everybody, listen, if you are intrigued or have questions and want more information, uh, your website also, Holly, has a ton of info, and I know you have articles and stuff like that that are archived that people could go back and read as well. So if you want to speak with Holly, you can reach her at, and I'm going to give you her email address, it's try, that's T-R-I, spaceinteriors at gmail.com, so try spaceinteriors um, at gmail.com. The website is www.tryspaceinteriors.com. As usual, guys, no worries. I will post both of them on the web, talkradio.net, on the Architect of Change uh, platform, and you guys can click right into it. So if you're driving, no worries. It'll be documented for you. Um, Holly, thank you again so much, and I, I really think all that information was super helpful, super clear, and actually kind of easy uh, to process if we have people who are overwhelmed and in the process of selling or staging, getting ready to stage their house for sale. So thank you so much for taking the time and sharing uh, valuable information. I appreciate that. Oh, thank you so much, and thanks for having me. I'm glad uh, you found it helpful. And I My pleasure. Too. Yeah, my pleasure. And I do hope that they reach out to you because sometimes you have a simple, easy question and they can email you and you could give them a, a quick response. So I do hope that, um, you know, they use you as a resource, if, if nothing else, um, to help them through this, what could be a difficult process made simple, you know, just by meeting someone like you. So I do appreciate you coming on and sharing your expertise. You guys listening, I hope you'll join me weekly as we question, build, and discover together how to grow, challenge ourselves so we embrace change and realize that, you know what, just like today's show, it's probably easier than we think. Thank you so much for joining me. You've been listening to Architect of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman, on webtalkradio.net. Uh, thanks so much. You guys have a wonderful, and I hope you have an inspired week. Be well. Been listening to the Architect of Change with your host Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Thank you for tuning in. We're glad you were here. Time may change me, but I-